Welcome to the podcast with Face, oh, yeah, Pat, um, and Tiz. What's up, guys? Welcome <laughs> to the podcast. A show with three friends separated by distance, connected by brotherhood, having weekly conversations that you can join in on. As always, I'm one third of the partners, your boy Tiz, along with the other third of the partners, the Padawan here. Yeah. 30th, 30th, along with 30, 30, 30, 30. 30. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> and that is face. Um, yeah, I'm trying to, I'm trying to new shit. Yeah, man. So, um, <laughs> Get a nature boy feel. I, I feel you. Get get all your Ric Flair's Ooh. out. Uh, whoever was before Ric Flair. That's fun. <laughs> yeah, keep that energy. Keep that energy. But yeah, this is our 30th episode. So on the week that we got 300 subscribers, we also are hitting our 30th episode. So this is kind of cool. You know, we we like numbers. And um, that's pretty dope. Um, so yeah, welcome to the 30th episode, y'all. Yeah. Yeah. It's when your knees start hurting. Yeah, man. So um I mean that. I mean that. Um so this as a podcast. Um and yeah, um, it got me to thinking about like when I look at this podcast, I look at it like it's my baby. And it got me to thinking about parenthood and black parenthood. So I just wanted to run some things by y'all involving parenthood, black parenthood, your parenthood, our parenthood, we parenthood, <laughs> she parenthood, they parenthood, all that good stuff. So um, what is the one thing that your parents taught you or have done for you that has helped you the most as an adult? So me, don't trust everybody. Shit. Don't trust everybody. Always taught me like little, my street, my street sense, my street knowledge comes from my mom. So that's one of the, the the one of the good good things she taught me growing up. I just always being aware of my surroundings, always watching my back when I go out. It's just, it's just different day to day shit that need to know that survive. You feel me? Like just good to, as far as on a parenting tip. Um, my mother taught me to try to be more patient with my children and try not to um and try not to be so much to face with my children and be just more in the moment with them. You feel me? Because they are. As we all know, our children are replicas of us, and they're sponges of everything we do in the con- in, in, in the current state. So, just take a, a, a us with our personalities now, just in a baby form. So, you just gotta be patient with that. So, listen to my mom and just taking her wisdom and her knowledge for what it is, and just having an open ear. I mean, that's one of the best things that I, I think I picked up from her. Just parent parenting skills in my street sense. Right on, right on. What about you, Pat? I think the most memorable thing, because my mom does too much anyway, so I can't really like just pinpoint one thing. But the most like impactful thing is she said is when I think I was around, I had to be either my early teens, like 10, between 10 or 12 or whatever, 10, 13. And she says, you are a black man in America. You got to work 10 times harder than the person next to you. And then 10 times harder than that. And she told me that when I was like at that age. And ever since then, that kind of like, I feel like you had those moments with people where they say something to you and it skews your way of thinking. You know what I'm saying? And that just, yeah, it skewed my way of thinking right then and there. Whatever. And it's just like over the years, it's just more things she said and, and done. That I've seen to just build on top of that pretty much. 
whatever. She got me into politics too. Just like, mm. you know what I'm saying? Like, just because she's a teacher and everything mm. and she knows or whatever, like, and because she's a teacher or whatever, I got my chance to like look at all her books and stuff like that or whatever. Like, like those are the main things. So that's like, that's one of the main things she said to me that just like lingered with me throughout my whole life right. so far. What about you, Tip? Um, I think it would be to follow your gut feeling. Like, um, like I'm real big on like initial vibes and energies of spaces and people. And like, if I don't like something, I usually just be like, yeah, something wrong with that. And usually I'm right. No matter, like I, I ain't been wrong yet in my lifetime. So like, I feel like my mom always told me like, make sure you just follow your gut. And I feel like it saved me like from, like I've always been like right one step ahead of like the worst shit happening because of following my gut feeling. And in those times when I didn't is when shit always went wrong. Every time I went against it, it was like, ah, just one time I'm gonna rock with this. Nope, every time I did that, it went wrong. So yeah. Um. What is the one thing your parents did or taught you that caused you issues as an adult or that was a detriment to you? I was a latchkey kid. So, man, um, I say it's a detriment because I'm used to being alone a lot. So it makes me like antisocial to a certain extent. Because I mean, I was always home by myself. I'm extra, I'm uber independent because of being a latchkey kid, but I'm also always seeking to be by myself and in the world like we in the day and i got a family like really ain't too good trying to be by yourself and you got kids and a wife you feel me like but subconsciously that's really like what i know it's like always be by myself be myself like i'm always in a calm serene place like that but in this in this life that i have i need to be able to find a calm serene place within my family and not just within solitude so i mean that latchkey kid shit like it affects me in a negative way that way but positively, like like I said, I know how to do everything. Like I can hold everything down because I did it at an early age because my mama worked. So I know. What about you, Pat? I think with me, it's more like my mom was overprotective, so she sheltered me from a lot of things in the world. So like when I basically got on my own, it's like I didn't know all this shit was going on. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. that. You know, that, and it feels like I've always known that or whatever and tried to prepare myself, but no no matter how much I prepare myself, you don't know nothing until you experience it, pretty much. So I would say that's probably the one main, probably one of the key things that's have faltered me much. Right on. But I ain't gonna just blame it on my mama because I'm a mama's boy, so. (laughs) Right. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say for me, it was like the put up for looks. So like sometimes my mom would do stuff that like I know she probably shouldn't have done for us, but she would do it to make sure that stuff looked a certain way. Mm. And I feel like that bad habit I've carried on and it like had put me in the financial like issues, especially in my twenties, like where I would like spend shit 
before I even made it, it'd be just out the window, like, because I wanted mm-hmm. to look a certain way. So I was buying sneakers and I was trying to look, you know what I'm saying, like everybody, but it made me spend way more money than I needed to. And I wish I had saved all of that. So I think that fiscal responsibility, like, definitely kind of like messed me up earlier, but it also helped later on in life because going through that made me better, but it definitely funded my growth in my 20s. What is your legacy going to be to your kids, whether it be financial, spiritual, or or otherwise, however you define what your legacy is? Strength and independence. What you mean? kids because I love kids okay (laughs) I'm put it that way before I even have kids I want to be able to build up myself so I can be able to protect them or whatever Mm -hmm. you know I love kids so much that I would think it would be pretty fucked up to have me as a father at this time as at at this point of time in my life right now I'm just being honest and being real you know like so Exactly. And because in my mind, I already have my legacy for my kids. I want like me, me and like my brother, we have talks about this all the time, especially with him having kids right now or whatever. And like that's one of the main people I might talk, he may talk to from time to time. It's like I want to build a situation where I can start generational wealth. So when if I'm gone or whatever, I don't have to worry about them just being stuck. 
You know what I'm saying? That was one of my fears that like um, my real dad had has anyway, because I mean, you straight up told me if I die, I don't really have nothing to give you or whatever. So right. like at this point, I want to be able to have something for them. So if they want to build, if they want to make their own guy, like they have like the tools to do whatever they want. I did not to say I want them to all be comic book drawers, but their guy like might be something else. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, like they might be engineers. You know what I'm saying? I want them mm-hmm. to have the way to get to that. You know what I'm saying? And then I want them to have, um, I want them, I don't want them to have a sheltered mindset. I want them to be able to see the world for what it is and see the different ways um, people live life, their religions or whatever, and see that there's like a coexistence or whatever. I don't want them to be, you know, just blinded by just one way of thinking or whatever. So my legacy is just to have them to be, you know what I'm saying, that space so they can be Will Smith kids. You know what I'm saying? Not that I want them to wear dresses and doing crazy stuff, but you see how free that that his kids are. Like, you know what I'm saying? I look at them and I'd be like, they don't have they don't have to have the talks that I, me and my, my parents had about how you should move out here or whatever. They may, like, if they do, they just probably doing that right now because of the way the world is right now. But like, like there's a certain freedom about that and whatever. And I want to, I want to at least have something for them about something. Not to go into a rant. <laughs> um, I think for me, I would look at, um, being like yourself, like having self-confidence. Like I really try to make sure that my son feels like he knows himself and that he's okay with being himself no matter what. So if he, in a, like he can avoid peer pressure. Like I, like one thing I love with my son, like he'll go into a group and if don't nobody want to play to what he want to play, then he'll just play by himself. He, he cool with that. Like he's not, like he likes people, but he's also like not pressed. You know what I mean? So, like, I I think just teaching that um, self-confidence, that self-love, that you don't have to fit into no mold. You can just be you, and that's going to have to be okay for the world. Um, And past that hard work, um, I really try to impress upon him, like, the importance of, like, whatever you do, like, give it 110%, like, really push yourself at it. So that way, when you're done, like, the worst you can say is that you tried your best. But if that's the worst you can say, then that ain't too damn bad. But it's when you when you can say, like, damn, I could have did a little bit better here, or I could have tried a little harder here. That when, that's when it be, it's going to frustrate you, you know? Like you, play a, like, you play a sport or something, you play a uh, basketball or something, and you be like, damn, if I had to just dove for that loose ball, I could have got it, we would have got the ball back, you know, like, you don't want to have those moments. You want to be able to say, well, I did, I tried, I just didn't get it. You know what I mean? So uh, hard work and self-confidence. Yeah. But um, speaking to a lack of self-confidence, leads me to this week's Tiz Take. Um, And that is, black beefs should always be handled in person and offline. Um, and what I mean by in person and offline is face-to-face, man-to-man, or as face-to-face as possible with no audience. So not your homeboys around, not his, not their crew around, not 
somebody else buddies around, not a not online, not on Facebook or Twitter or Instagram or YouTube or TikTok or like in real life, face to face, man to man, no audience, no no cameras around, no none of that, just you and them. Because what I find is people can settle their differences a lot better in those circumstances. Yeah. Um, the reason they should be handled off offline and in person is because it leads to us looking crazy to outside people. So people that look at black <coughs> people, there are people that like sit around and they judge black people by what they see online. And when they see us constantly beefing with each other, they think that that's all that we do. And it, they use it to then ju- try to justify their stereotypes about us. So it's like, we're doing the work. Exactly, exactly. And like, if we gonna just do that work, then what the fuck is the purpose? Mm-hmm. Um, it also leads to sensationalism and making small things become larger issues. Like when people be online, they get their followings, they get their fan bases, they get their uh, subscribers or their um, Facebook friends or their, um, what you call it on Instagram when people, I guess followers on there too? On, on there. Yeah, followers. Yeah, they get all of them people riled up and they get the beehive and the C hive and the G hive and the A hive. And the Barbies and the... Yeah, they get the crews and the D's and the that's and the this gangs and the this peoples and then and they get all these people riled up. And then it becomes this big old issue because you got now like hundreds or thousands of people like all involved when really it's between two people, mm-hmm. maybe three. That if they sat down offline and without an audience, they probably would settle it without any problems because nine times out of 10, when people are in person, they're not looking to try to fight. They're looking to try to solve it in person. It's just when they're on online, they, they get that bravado up and they feel like, oh, well, I gotta make sure I don't look like a punk. So I can't, I can't say that, you know, I can't say anything reasonable because then that's gonna make me sound like I'm getting solved on the issue. So I gotta make, you know what I'm saying? I gotta act tough. And then that's when the shit get out of hand. Cause then somebody say something too disrespectful and then you can't bring that back. And then it, it, it go past online. Mm-hmm. Um, it also makes it harder to reconcile when online, when online due to the following. So for one, it's harder to reconcile because that shit lasts forever. So it'd be just online and clips. So you keep reliving that same trauma. You keep reliving <clears throat> that same negative thing that was said to you. So it's really hard to reconcile sometimes. And then on top of that, the followers, they be done got so wrapped up into it that you be trying to leave it alone, but they still carrying it on, carrying it on, carrying and it not, on. Not only that, Tiz, that the social media platform will remind you, this is a memory from three years ago, Facebook, Instagram. <laughs> Remember when you beat with that nigga three years ago? Right, right. Uh, happened to me. You ain't even got that social media. You can have Google Photos and that shit uh, put together an animation of that day. Like, remember this nigga was like, fuck you. Facebook do the same thing. Uh, <laughs> like, you know, just, just make you real mad all over again. So, they have a, a friend anniversary. It's hard. And then, um, my, my fix or my end of my test take is I think we need a black offline boxing league 
where you have a referee, right? And maybe you have a ref. No, you just have a referee and let him let them box however many rounds. If you need judges, you may have three judges that watch the fight in person, but they signed an NDA where they can't talk about nothing. They got a judge right there. They like they can't talk about nothing they seen though. And they figure out who won and they tell the people in there who won, like the people who actually fought, you won. And then it's over. But nobody outside of that room ever talks about it again. Like a fight club type shit. Mm-hmm. But but sanctioned to where like you got like you know the, the health involved and, and, you, and you can actually take care of the people involved. Health-wise. A secret thriller. Yeah, but like <laughs> just let them get it out. You, you go a few you know, rounds with somebody, man. If you ain't got it out by then, then hell, y'all like the Hatfield and McCoys. Y'all ain't gonna never be right. You know, I I kind of I feel you on that. Like I kind of feel like it should be a black internet like with just black topics. Cause I think, I feel like our topics that, that are strate- just, just straight up just for us or whatever shouldn't be discussed by anybody else. Yeah. Like, or whatever. And I think a lot of times, a lot of the problems and the main reason why we don't get a lot of our problems solved is because it's other people with their opinions about black topics or whatever. Like, like if there's a, if there's a problem as far as like Asian people, whatever, you don't hear about it until until they want you to hear about it. You know what I'm saying? Like, stop Asian hate. You know, I'm for that also. Um, stop, I'm for you know any stopping any type of hate. But they get their stuff done. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I feel like it's it's almost like they have a way to they have their own language, so it's easier for them to communicate amongst each other without nobody else knowing. Or whatever. Like we need our own language. We need our own like way of communicating our problems so we can organize faster to get things done quicker. Or whatever. Indeed. Without people without interference. Putting their two cents in yes. and influencing what what we um want. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I, I and I think a lot of times we have those influence, they put doubts into the whole thing like why can't we have reparations or whatever because of this this and this and this and this no nah, we don't need your opinion or whatever the jewish didn't need their opinion this is true. you know what i'm saying so oh i just put my two cents in again i'm fine no no lies detected there brother no lies detected there um but yeah so tis take man uh let's get an offline boxing league where you can sign up and get confidential boxing matches with the person that you have a beef with if it's if it, you can't do it past talking online offline and in person um and the overall test take is just our beefs should always be handled in person and offline it should never be a public forum for our disagreements if it's past disagreeing and debating on topics if it doesn't come to us somewhere as personal then handle it personally and not for the world to see. So that way you can actually resolve it as opposed to having people continue to stoke the fire. So mm-hmm. let's love each other. Let's stop pulling up on the ops. Let's stop going to people blocks and taking pictures and taking, like, let's stop, um, let's stop putting guns in the videos and talking about smoking people packs and talking about smoking on dead homies and 
and this scary stuff like let's stop uh put don't be a boohoo banger right let's let's stop talking about murders and killing people that you really have killed and putting that in your songs like let's stop that like this stuff is scary man like for what let's love each other the more you call it's on right. death the more death comes indeed man and that's this week's TSA. And now, and now uh, come on. Now the, the time of the week where I give a few lessons or a few pointers to these men out here. Now. <laughs> and yeah. Now. And now. And yeah. Now. Don't ever get into another man's car and touch his damn radio. Hey, man. wrong with you. Hey, man. Keep your damn name. Whatever I'm listening to, you listening to. <laughs> That's it. Well, Amen. That goes for everybody. Man, That's woman, right. cat, robot. Stay away. Yeah. There you go. Number two, you should know how to cook and clean. That's not a woman's job. If you live by yourself, who gonna cook and clean? You should know how to cook and clean. Postmates ain't clean. You gotta cook for yourself, and you can't be a dirty, can't be a dirty ass nigga. Postmates ain't clean for you, unless you're in Minnesota. What? Remember the last show? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm the one that got it for (laughs) you. Oh man. Oh, man. Uh, oh, man. Go to our lives, man. Go to our lives. You'll see it. <laughs> Sorry, Number please. three, if you're in the public restroom, don't use the urinal right to next to another man. Man, hallelujah. Church, tabernacle, preach. preach. You should be beside this little itty-bitty-ass wall, this, this half an inch wall that's up between us. You should be on the other side of this. It should be a urinal in between us while I'm doing my business and you doing yours. Don't be right beside me. The unspoken law has been spoken. Number four, number four is to add on to number three. If somebody's in a stall, you better not look underneath that damn stall door. Oh, man. Who's doing that? I should not see eyeballs looking up at me while, don't, I'm, don't while I'm taking the shit. And, and just to add on to number four a little bit with number three, don't <laughs> look in that little ass crack either. Don't look in the crack. Mm-mm. Who is doing this? <laughs> what is you wrong know? with you, Neanderthals? <laughs> Somebody in there. Somebody yes. in there. Yes, Somebody can you smell there. me? Hey, hey, hey. Somebody in there. Number five. Know how to make a plan and follow through with it. Man, stop living day to day. Mm-hmm. 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 Have a plan past tomorrow. Indeed. Number six, and the last one for this week. Know have a know how to have an educated conversation. Hmm. Stop saying nah mean all the damn time. <laughs> nah I'm me. Trying. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? Nah, I mean. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? No, I don't nah mean. Nah no. Mean. Nah my son. No, I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't know. Mm-mm. And I don't think you know not me neither. 
You know not me. <laughs> you know not me. <laughs> I won't calm down on my no no one I'm saying. Person? Not me. Not me, Mustafa. Not me. I don't know Nafa Muhammad. I'm gonna, I'm gonna calm down on you and know what I'm saying because that's my nah mean. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Wasn't that a juvenile song? Yeah, I understand. Yeah, you understand? Yeah. I understand. I the same. Same thing, though. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, after the man lost, I was thinking about a topic for this week. And I'm thinking, like, man, hey, I'm going to just rant for this week, man. There's it's a lot of shit going on. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't know the I just want to rant. And talk you just feel it ranting. Just, like, yeah, I just like rant, man. Like, man, it's, it's, I'm trying to person, too. So it's F a lot of this stuff now. F a lot of this stuff. Um, I feel like black people as a whole, like after the election, we let up. Like I feel like after every election, we if the person we won't get in the office, we we back off and we don't keep that foot on the pressure. And I said it in the episode before the election. I guarantee motherfuckers let their foot off the gas. It ain't gonna be the same enthusiasm and politics and all this other stuff after Biden get in. And voila, voila, <laughs> voila. <laughs> the police didn't stop, stop killing motherfuckers. trying to take away slavery out of the books so still getting fucked up by no trying to further they're trying to further take away education take away some things from our past so they can try to ball over their bullshit let's have what we did we don't want to admit our bullshit past be self-aware country we come from certain things (laughs) country be self-aware country be be more (laughs) self-aware The whole country needs to get on that smell, man. Like, I'm, I'm serious. Like, we so afraid about they so so afraid to pass. See what happens. Yeah. Talk about that shit. Get past it. Boom. Right. Whatever needs to happen now because of then, i.e. reparations, let it happen. Every other culture has ever had their reparations. The Jews had their reparations. I want some reparations. Mm-hmm. You know? You feel me? You I ain't got to give me the money. Give me the I want some give reparations. Me the, give me the, right, nigga. I want some money. Give me 40 acres and a mule. I want some money. I, I, I want some money. Native Americans got it, too. Damn. I can rent out. I, I rent out five five acres at a year at a time. Rent out five acres. Five acres. a month. Boom. Matter of fact, Native Americans, um, Jews, and um, the Japanese people who are in the country, um, <clears throat> concentration camps, they got reparations. Oh, wow. Just 
Let it go. Just move forward, guys. Come on. Slavery was in the past. It doesn't affect nothing today. Bullshit. Bullshit. That was like bullshit. That was like bullshit. one grandma ago. <laughs> like one, that's like two grandmas ago, maybe at most. Some of the um states still had slavery, didn't still hasn't abolished slavery until like later on in the 1900s officially. I think it was like Mississippi or something like that, or Missouri. I'm gonna look that up. They still had the law in, in progress. I ain't surprised. I ain't surprised. I ain't surprised. I ain't surprised. Cause motherfuckers want to act like they so advanced, but motherfuckers are still back home, back country, and still want everything back like it used to be. But no, nah, we got to move forward. We got to progress and keep pushing forward for change and so to get this shit like it should be. You want that, what is it, utopian society where everything is peace, love, and happiness? Mm-hmm. It takes change. Mm-hmm. Like, this shit ain't gonna happen magically. We gotta put forth change, put forth the work for change. <laughs> prayer is good. Sure, let's pray about it, but let's put the works behind the prayer. We can be out mm-hmm. there marching and say, yes, say this, say this, but let's put the works in where it really matters, man. Let's put people in office that's gonna help make the changes necessary necessary that for us to advance. You feel me like yeah. we do loan programs in there. Get, get, get stuff that, that help small business, open up more small black business. You feel me? Help come and help government want to do something? Come into these black areas, give grants to these black businesses or these black areas, these neighborhoods with these run down businesses and run down apartment buildings and run down old schools that's been closed and abandoned. Do something positive with these buildings. Right. Employ the black people in the area to help you do something positive with these buildings. Mm-hmm. They don't like the buildings right there either. They just ain't got no money to do nothing about it. So if the government wants to really do something in the black area, do that. Invest in the community first. That's big facts. Invest. Invest in your community and then see your equity then. Because the community actually wants you to change. But the community don't have no jobs. The community don't have the money and the funds to change it without assistance. We ain't begging for a handout. We want the same shit and be on equal level as everybody else. That's all. But if you don't start from an equal playing field, it's harder to catch up. That's all. We try, we, we playing catch up. We've been in the race. You know? That's real. Race. We just be getting tripped up and shit. This obstacle to that obstacle. And you got this. And people are like, what are the obstacles? Jim Crow was an obstacle, motherfucker. There's people in all about family alive during Jim Crow. So, like, be real. How long ago was that? We live in, like I said, we live in, in history. Face. I just, I just saw when the 13th Amendment was officially certified in kentucky and mississippi kentucky it was march 18th 1976 after being rejected february 24th 1865 it took that long in mississippi it's even worse uh mississippi march 16th 1995 and it wasn't certified until february 7th 2013 so yeah Two thousand thirteen. Yeah. Do, do, do you see it? Do, do you realize? Like slavery wasn't that long ago. That was uh. <laughs> What's point of change now? That was so long ago. No, it is a point. You don't see slavery still in my it's lifetime. Technically, it don't affect you, man. It don't affect them, so they don't see the point of changing nothing. Mm-hmm. That's all, big facts. If we all realize everything about any problem, or anybody who really wants to change a problem. No one cares about a problem until it affects them. Those who are on the forefront of the problem and trying to bring everybody's attention to it, 
because they got they they got the forefront or the, the foresight to see the problem. They trying to involve everybody and tell everybody. Don't nobody give a fuck about it until it's right there. And they do something like, "Damn, well, let's." Well, I guess we gotta do something about this now. Yeah. That's when the riots happen. Oh, I guess we gotta do something about it now. They they rioting out there. But when we're saying, "Please stop killing us. Please give us an equal education. Please give us equal job opportunities. Please hire us like we, you hiring everybody else that ain't qualified." When we are, it's just our pigmentation. If we have a, a name that represents somewhat of our culture, you're not even gonna call us back. We should have to pick and choose what we name our kids because we want them to have a certain job. Mm-hmm. If you're a true equal opportunity company, it should matter what the name is. Like, I'm sorry, like, like my my government name is some some extra regular stuff, like extra extra regular. But yeah, me too. But Elon <laughs> Musk can walk around and name his children X one twelve three something whatever <laughs> and be fine and be fine because he's going right. to Mars. <laughs> they be naming their kids beans. Beans. Black His name is Elon. Huh? Feather, feather, blanket. feather foot. Blanket. blanket. Yes. <laughs> they spent on that blanket name for the, like 15 years. <laughs> You've been joking on that. His name is Blanket, yo. Hey, Blanket, you want a blanket? <laughs> Are you cold blanket? You want a blanket? You trying to cover up? What the fuck? Yeah. Tell you, man. I just Tell looked at my each person that's bringing my food. Y'all ever look at the picture of the person that's bringing your food and be like, man, that nigga look yes. crazy as shit. Yeah. What the fuck wrong with this dude, man? Lift, lift, Uber. Don't do nothing to my food. Don't work in my house. They don't come out here. Oh yeah. Well, yeah, they don't even have Ubers out here. But Uber, Lyft, I always look at them. Um, yeah. Like they're supposed to be <clears> looking <throat> crazy. Postmates. Like, DoorDash. I only use Uber when we go out of state. True. Got you. Because I live in the country, so. Mm. It's really just an overpaid way to get food because it'd be expensive as shit for some bullshit that you would pay like five dollars for. You end up paying like fifteen. So it's, you know, it's like paying for air for food. It's like you you literally are just paying for the convenience because the food is the exact same shit you would pay three dollars. Like, yeah, it's ridiculous, but you know, man. Hey, life is a
And and this is an extra special edition because this is the 30th episode. 30, 30, 30, 30. We, 30, we on the, um, like, 30, 30. Yep. And I wanted to start off this good and fuckery off 30th episode by looking up at how many we got right now. And we had 308 subscribers. So that's part of the Pod good. squad. Here. We tanked <clears throat> Sam tight. Hey, man. Thank y'all for supporting us, baby. Look at us. Look at us, man. We are triple what yo yo. You know what I keep geeking off of? We triple what we our goal was for a year. A hundred each. Like if we were a company and we had like a, a a profit margin that we wanted to hit for the year, or like a certain amount of revenue that we want to hit for a year, we done triple that. That's pretty good. Cool. Put it on the partner's resume. Appreciate each and every one of y'all. Indeed, man. Yep, yep. Extra special. We got you. Episode yep. 30. My birthday is on the 30th day of December. 30, so, 30, 30. <laughs> so 30 is a very special number for me, pretty much. 30 was also the year my knees start hurting. <laughs> Shit did take yeah, a drastic good. drop after 30, bro. Oh man, you ain't need nobody in the face no more. <laughs> but yeah, it's been a couple of weeks, so we got a lot. <laughs> so let me get right to it. First yeah. off, let's start off with some good. Um, and Tiz, you're gonna appreciate this. King Los versus Daylight, July 10th. The, the yes. one that should have went down the last time, so this could be good. July 10th. Daylight I can't wait. I can't wait. I can't they wait. Daylight like gonna smoke his boots. I know, but it's gonna the, be so bad. <clears throat> but oh. it's it's still gonna be epic because King Lowe's is not no slouch, but he is not. I don't feel like he's a battler. I just feel like he's more of a freestyler, and that might be his crutch right there or whatever. But I it's saw gonna be great to see against head ice. It won't. <clears throat> it won't there. Um, like he had pockets, but daylight going to this shit these days where he going to like upstairs mode where it's just like mm-hmm. back to back to back to back to back. It's like a, a metaphor within a scheme that's wrapped in a punch. And then this that's wrapped into the whole round being a part of this one theme that's going into the whole battle. Like the shit, like when you start playing with words to the point where like everything is little, every single <laughs> thing is connected to a deeper thing that's connected to a deeper mm-hmm. thing. You're yeah, not but, um, fucking with that. Like the only person I know of that can like get to that level that I've seen do it would be a Lux. I was thinking that That's too. how Lux writes. That's yeah. how his everyday writing is anyway. So like them two would be a good match because they see out of out a lot of stuff. They actually... <laughs> have studied a lot of the same um, books. So they, they mm-hmm. kind of understand the same type of metaphysics. Like the, the conversation they would have would be crazy, but yeah, that's neither here nor there. But King Lowe's, King Lowe's about to get his boots smoked, champ. Yeah, but uh, I, I still Let's like go. freestyle. Let's go. He has, he still got some bars in the tuck. So I, I got some, I got some hope for him, but I know Daylight's going to win because that's his world. You know what I'm saying? You know, like, um, I'm glad you brought up this style because you know how like um, you ever read a story that started at the end and then did the build up pretty much. That's how I feel like daylight style is kind of like 
like he hits you with the end and now the whole time you're trying to see how he even got to that point or whatever like uh it was like, like a, a Chappelle joke. You remember that Chappelle joke where he was like, "I'm gonna have, I'm gonna have the joke, and the punchline is gonna be this." And the whole time, he's oh, telling yeah. you all of these other jokes, and all of a sudden, all of them other jokes coincide to this one part of the conversation, and that one conversation wouldn't have happened without all these other jokes that built up to it. And then he hits you with the, so it's like that. It's like, it's it's like. It's like an enigma wrapped in a conundrum, wrapped in a paradox, wrapped in some like other shit. You feel me? It's like one of them. Yeah. Right. You feel me? You feel me? It's like one of those, like where you've thought that shit out to the point where like you've connected 10 to 12 other jokes to this one punchline that you set up up here. But these 10 to 12 jokes now have to actually coincide and flow because if it seems disjointed now, we're gonna be all looking like, oh, 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 see, I see you. That's why he made that right there. But no, they all have to flow into each other like normal conversation and still get to this at the end of all of that. And it makes sense for the joke to actually work. Because if mm-hmm. that joke, because if that punchline don't make sense right there, it's not the, the whole rest of that setup crumbles. Yeah. That's the type of shit that Daylight is doing now. Like he didn't get to the point where he's like, all right. To hell with it. People are finally actually getting used to listening to people rapidly rap, <coughs> rapidly, rapidly rap, rapping, but on a battle tip. Like he Which broke Tay, he broke Tay Rock down. That is the main. Like so battle. many rock. Did you have you seen him do the uh, bar breakdown on his channel? I ain't seen the. I, I, I ain't even know the channel. All three rounds for Tay Rock, and he uh, gives you like the layers upon layers upon layers of each line. Like each line is literally like a triple to quadruple entendre. Like it, it's stupid. It's stupid the way he's writing, dude. Los ain't ready, man. Nah. Not coming in on his second battle ever. And the last battle he had was like a couple of years ago. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, I feel you. But I'm gonna enjoy watching it though. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna definitely enjoy watching it. What not? Like, yeah. I, I feel like King Lowe's going to this. Huh? Is that on the um, Max Out card, the RBE card? I think I just heard about it because I saw it on, um, who talked about it? Royce. Royce the Five Nine brought it up on the um, on his Instagram or whatever. And I was like, and I looked it up and I was like, oh shit, this is official. Pretty much. Okay. But, um, dang, what I was about to say. It was about to be about that too. I forgot. <laughs> I forget. But anyway, I'm gonna enjoy what it. Oh, that's what I was gonna say. Remember Joe Button when he battled um um Hitman Hollow that one time. Uh, yes. No, I had, remember when he battled Hollow the Don. Yeah, oh, Hollow the Don. Nah, man, it was Hollow <laughs> the Don. All these hollows, man. <laughs> well, no, Hala is not Hollow. Mm. How low can you go? <laughs> oh my god, that's a whole different. Yeah, I know it was one of them with an H. Face, <laughs> <laughs> wake your ass up! <laughs> think I don't see that thing over there late. <laughs> but that's that's how I kind of feel like with how Los is stepping into this, like Button being like an industry artist stepping into battling or whatever. 
and it didn't work out. That's how I kind of feel like how it is with this. Cause mm-hmm. all I knew is King Los is just all incredible freestyles, never really battle it. So that's why what yeah. it is. <clears throat> Know him about for what he's known for, because he really ain't yep. got no songs or nothing like that. It's just pop, 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 pop it up. Mm. Right. Mm. But um, all right, next on the list. Uh Simon Biles won um, her seventh U.S. Gymnastics Championship this year. Yo, she is the GOAT. And she's a Virginia legend. Indeed. Straight from the streets of Virginia Beach, Virginia. (laughs) We go hard in Virginia. We make Mm -hmm. them legends. Um, Next, another uh, black athlete, black female athlete, Shakara uh, Richardson wins the 100 meter dash in the 2021 USA TF Golden Games. When that randomly see these on my timeline, I was like, "Oh, black talking about." I'm putting that on the list. Let's go, let's go, Queen. Let's take Um, all of the medals. Knocking all the prop, all the uh, black excellence out. Uh, Pharrell is making private schools for low income kids in Norfolk. So that on the news. Okay. Uh, the team that recorded George Floyd, um, George Floyd's untimely demise, she's getting the honorary Pulitzer Prize for that. Uh, Snoop Dogg becomes executive creator, creative and strategic consultant at Def Jam. And let me tell you, Def Jam needs it. Def Jam needs. It. When's the last time you? They need. I haven't heard enough from Def Jam since Jay Z was still the president. I think. So that, yeah, was, man. that was a long time ago. Yeah, yeah. Um, so uh Swiss Beats, Timbaland, and DJ D Nice, they uh received a uh ASCAP voice of the culture award for basically getting us through the pandemic and whatnot. And TI says Kill the King will be his last album. He might be right. Messing around with them accusations. There's a lot yeah. of them. He's building up like Kobe. I see why. The way he's acting, I feel like he like he act like he, he's building a case. Now, most people that are like guilty, they act a certain way. You know what I'm saying? You start hearing about them paying people off in the background or whatever, or you don't really hear nothing from them at all, but Mm-hmm. Uh, but hey, I will see what happens when it happens. I'm not going to put judgment on nothing right now, pretty much. <laughs> but uh, more good. Amazon says they're dropping marijuana testing and back and backing legalization. Now, that's a good thing. Here's the fucker. Look at face. <laughs> <laughs> he got that face. I used to hate that company. I mean, I would never even try to. I've never even applied to truly applied and actually like this shit. That's big in Virginia. Like to work for Amazon, that's big in Virginia. So like a lot of people work there. A lot mm-hmm. of people. Yes. Like, they like my homeboy. Walmart's my homeboy twin work here. No, they so like Walmart made competition here for like employment. So mm-hmm. I, I was like, man, fuck Amazon, especially because of that. But that's real. It, that's the good part about it, right? The 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 ability to get employment. The fuckery about it is 
it's Amazon. And we hear all kinds of horrendous stuff about workers and what they go through in Amazon. Yep. The shipping sweatshops. <clears throat> yeah. So they, yeah. I, I think this is just secretly, hey, we're going to find some more ways to enslave minorities, pretty much. So. Yeah, I've heard. That's what I've heard. That's what I've heard. But Literally, I've also, heard, I've also heard the other side too. Like, it's very easy. It, mm. It's just busy work. It's just busy work. You're just working for a certain number of hours, and you just gotta do shit. I, mean, I guess it all day, depends I, on the um the warehouse where, you're where at. You at and who your people is. That's right. <clears throat> yeah. mm-hmm. remember all the things on work environment. <clears throat> I've heard the same thing while people are working at Walmart. Man, they should leave you at Walmart. I mean, I worked for that. I worked for that company for like a couple of years. I mean, it was just a, doing no hard work. It was just busy work. They need, need want you to do shit. Mm-hmm. You go do. I mean, like do this the way I feel about employment. If like, if it's by if you're volunteering, do whatever the fuck you want to do. But if you went there searching for a job and they hired you, as long as you're not actually do nothing morally wrong or nothing to compromise your beliefs. Do what's in your competencies that you know, that's, you know, raise your competencies before you before you sign them so you know what you are going to be asked to do and see if you're really comfortable doing the full scope of the job because your job description may be one thing, but your job competencies are something totally different. You gotta be able to do those. So as long as you're comfortable doing it, hey, it is what it is. But a lot of people one of a company, they don't read that, and they say, okay, I'll be making this much, and they go ahead and sign, and then they get the job, like, oh, man, this is like slave. My thing is, to say you working like a slave, <clears throat> slaves never got That's like an insult to slavery. You know? <laughs> they working mm-hmm. like a slave. No, they're paying. You're getting paid. You're, they working like an indentured servant. That's all. You're getting paid for a certain amount of time to go to the job. That's it. I'm glad you brought up indentured servant because I'm going to bring that up next. But since we're on the topic of Amazon and, you know, uh, people get high before work, uh, another Amazon <laughs> CEO, uh, he wants to get hired too. He's, what? Yeah, he, he's, he's building a rocket. He, he's building a rocket so he can, so he can fly in it in space. I feel like this is all part of the Bezos versus Elon versus Gates pissing contest. Uh-huh. I, I, I really feel like I feel you like can trick off bet- money on the dumbest shit quickest. Yeah, I feel like between Elon wanting to go to Mars, Gates doing whatever the heck he's doing, just uh Bezos just tried to, you know, just put his little and I want to build my own rocket. Cause this, I and he, literally, he literally said it. This has been a dream of his as a kid. As a kid, he said, "You know what? I'm gonna build me a rocket, and I'm gonna fly in it. We're and going that, on a trip in our favorite rocket ship, moving through the sky. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing but the hits, y'all. Nothing but the hits. <laughs> yeah." Um. <laughs> yeah, Bezos is in the sky, y'all. Bezos is in the sky. Oh, uh, we're gonna get more into this fuckery too. Also, um, well, um, uh, Fifty Cent lucked up because uh, 
they arrested three men that was um, a part of a $3 million burglary in one of his apartments, pretty much. I don't know what it is, but it seems like open season on celebrities, residents. It has been some oh, people's getting broken into because then Floyd get his shit broken into. Yep, I was about to bring that up too. Um, that and it was somebody else too. No, I'm thinking Floyd. I'm probably thinking Floyd or whatever. Um, oh, yeah, Lil, Lil Uzi Burke. He don't have his Infinity Stone on his head no more. He put that away with the rest of them. So what does that look like now? Is it like a hole where it was? I, you know, I've been trying to look at pictures and everything, but so far I don't think I've seen any really anything because he had a he he had a um, but you know that's all about angles, and I don't be really looking at other dudes' faces that much because Indeed. he was in a video with um, uh, with what's his girl from the City Girls, JT. I don't know which one he went. He went one of them. Uh, I think he he's been one of them, but he was in the video with one of them or whatever. I didn't really see anything obvious. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah so I don't know. He got money. He clear that up. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Put some, put put some, some cocoa butter on it or something. <laughs> some yeah. Put some caulk in there. Sand it over. <laughs> Still letting that shit like drywall. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. Oh man. Oh man. Oh man. Oh man. Nigga, fix his head with fix his head at Home Depot. I think, I think it. I think that hit me so hard. That joke hit me so hard because I had a job doing that for a while. Well, fi- fixing holes in people's head with car. Not hitting people, not nobody's head, but walls and stuff. You know, I had that that uh maintenance job that one time. Oh yeah, you got it. <laughs> so I'm in, so I'm literally nail holes. looking at somebody caulking <laughs> with that squeeze gun, bro. All right, man. I got some. I got some light brown that shit over. I got some light brown paint for your forehead. Hey, you in there like swimwear, boss? <laughs> <laughs> it can happen. All right. Um, y'all seen that top ten list from B dot? Top no, ten list. Yeah, it's the top ten uh, rappers. Of uh, 2021 saying, so far. When you saying B dot, you're talking about who B dot? Um, he's no Elliot B-Dot, Wilson B dot. Elliot Wilson B dot. Okay. Yeah, he um, but it's putting up a quite a stir or whatnot, and I, I like it. I like the competition. Jim Jones is saying he's he's number ten or whatever, and I started seeing him saying uh our pretty much I'll wipe out anybody on that list. We're going to just go down the list one by one or whatever. And I feel like, you know what? You know, <clears throat> Jim Jones is not really one of my top 10, but I feel like if you a rapper, you got to feel that way anyway. Pretty much. Mm-hmm. But yeah, Who on the list? That's what I'm about to bring up next. All right. Okay. <clears throat> you might not agree with it, but all right. Top 10 is Jim Jones. At nine under Jim Jones, you ain't gonna like this test. Is Jay Z um, under uh, Jay Z? At eight is Nas. Then at seven is Freddie Gibbs. At six it's Drake. 
At five is Benny the Butcher. At four is Conway. Three is Lil Wayne. Number two is J. Cole. And number one is Lil Baby. But this is the 10 best rappers of 2021 so far. So it's basically based Got off it. of there. Okay. Yeah. Okay. It's based okay. on skill, performance, and presence. And I won't argue it that. Got a the, the, you, when, you, when you give me that caveat, that makes sense. All right. Yeah. All right. It's just up to date, pretty much. Which, I mean, yeah. I, I mean, I understand where you're coming from. Like, Jay-Z is not really active, but he's active. Right. You know, same same thing with Nas, but Nas is slightly more active, or whatever. Yeah. Um, uh, my personal, I feel like Freddie Gibbs is a little bit more up there to me, or whatever. But I, I still feel like you know what he might be onto something with this, with this list as far as so far. Like I, I like this. Like you know what I'm saying? Because it's. Uh, I think even Joe Button brought this up. It's like so many times we like at the end of the year and we're saying like these are the top rappers of the year and then we forget mm-hmm. everything that happened in the beginning of the year or whatever. Mm-hmm. So it's a good balance. But Jim Jones is like talking smack, which is one of my favorite things about Jim Jones, the way he talks smack. And he says, yeah, I clear everybody on the list. We can make an NFT off of it and then make some money off of it and everything. See big on NFTs. Mm-hmm. And uh one of my favorites, Conway, Conway the Machine, he's uh pretty much accepting it. So yeah, so I'm hoping that this this turns out into some friendly competition that just brings out a lot of crazy music um in general. And let's see, they end this off. The Japanese scientists are successively uh, invented an MRI machine that can record your dreams and reconstruct them so you can watch them when you wake. And oh I asked y'all guys, how do y'all feel about that? All right, give what? me that whole sentence one more time. Make sure I got it. <laughs> Japanese scientists have successfully invented a MRI machine that can record your dreams and reconstruct them so you can watch them while you wake. I'm scared. I got to look more into it, but I saw this one article about it. Because I don't know what I be dreaming sometimes. So I'm like, I might have bad dreams about the shit that I see that was my dream that I didn't remember having. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was thinking. Like, like, what if I have like oh, some no, trauma man. that my my mind, you know, instinctually like regret, like, is it regression? But what is it called? That word where they repress? Like when you like um describe like, the the action. Like um, all right, um, you go through something traumatic, but you don't remember. Repress memories. Repress. Okay. Yeah. So like, what if like because it was a nightmare or something, you know, a lot of times you don't remember your dreams. Your mind just repressed that so you can be good. You know That's what I'm right. saying? You relieve, relive that trauma of that nightmare all over again, visually or whatever. Yeah. Like that could be, I don't know. I just feel like it'd be, it could be some good out of this and it could be some bad out of this. But I really feel like the only good out of it is entertainment. Mm. Or whatever. Technology. Yeah, that's why I, that's what I feel about it. And I, or whatever, I think the overall theme of like the comic books I read is like, technology can do a lot of great stuff if it's in the right hands or whatever but 
I don't trust real world humans with like brain technology. Uh, start mm. recording your dreams or whatever. That's just that's just like you you ever um like you know how certain technology that seems like it has nothing to do with other technology, but it leads to that technology or whatever. Like it's something in video games that might lead to something that would uh that has progressed into what we have as smartphones right now, something like that. It has nothing to do with it, but it's part of that or whatever. Like a lot of times scientists, they're gonna take somebody else's work or whatever and build off of that or whatever. And I just feel like it's a uh we got UAPs in the world or whatever. We don't know if they alien, if it's high high tech or whatever. This mad scientist, you never know what's going on. I just don't trust humans like that. Big for whatever. But but just got a thought. Mm-hmm. What have you lost? What have you lost a loved one? If I submit to you, but you dream about them, you can get that. <clears throat> and you can have that recording. So it'd be some peace of mind. You feel me? On a different level. So it is. It's a, it's a cornucopia. Yeah, yeah. Different a things. It could be. You remember you had to draw them shits for Thanksgiving in elementary school? I had to make one one time in art class. Yeah, you always had to do so with a cornucopia, but you never really understood. Like, who the hell was out here walking around with cornucopias? And who named it? Who who was that? What what culture was that at Thanksgiving? Because it won't the natives and it won't the white people. So who the hell was walking around with cornucopias? And why do we have to draw a fun word wrap off cornucopia? Construction paper cornucopias as a kid. But that's neither here. I apologize. Yeah, who the hell had cornucopias? Showed up with a cornucopia full of fruit and vegetables. Hey guys, you know what's popping now? I got the cornucopia. We can make wine out the grapes. Like, who the hell was hyped about the cornucopia at the party? I think that'd be a dope uh, cornucopia, would be a dope word to wrap off of cornucopia. Like a K with a satchel of fruit. Like, like he's shit. Cornucopias, the first thing <laughs> back. Had a satchel of fruit. Oh, oh, shit. A, a weird shaped satchel. Yeah, a, a, a funnel of fruit. Fuck out the of corn- here. The cornucopia. Come on, he got a cornucopia. Fuck out of here. The cornucopia is the first man bag. <laughs> Yo, nigga came with a cornucopia to the party. Hell <laughs> no. Nobody great. knows where he was from because nobody claims him. Burning bush. That's like what face So is. y'all had cornucopias? No, that was not our. That was not our. We brought y'all maize. We brought y'all, you know, yeah. <laughs> different types yeah. of vegetables, but it won't no cornucopias. The first motherfucker brought one. The very first motherfucker brought one of them out. It was somebody who was like, what the hell is that? <laughs> <laughs> it's a bag and a musical instrument. <laughs> Man, this nigga hey. is a corn. A hey, copia. Look at this Burn nigga. That's how that shit came up. That nigga called that nigga a corn. <laughs> look, at, look at what this nigga brought to the party. He is a corn. Hey, Copia, come here. Look at this dude. Copia is a city. Hey, Copia, look at this corn. And then Copia he Copia, but really he was he was talking to his <laughs> talking about this corn that brought this bullshit ass bag of vegetables to this park. Everybody else brought. <laughs> Bro, <laughs> bro, meat is good shit. Potatoes and corn and shit. You come up in that bitch with a man bag full of <laughs> a man bag made out of wood. 
a wooden man bag. <laughs> shaped like shaped like an elf shoe. <laughs> you play elf. <laughs> Copia is the city, and he was the corn of that city. Copia City. The corn of Copia. Elf sock full of Oh, cans of goodies in my wooden man bag. <laughs> oh, man, bro. I'm done, man. All right. Um... I got it here in my cornucopia <laughs> for cheap. <laughs> oh, man. That's the good and fuckery, y'all. Good and fuckery. That's some good, good and fuckery there. <laughs> you know it's a good conversation when you start talking about cornucopias. <laughs> Like, that shit don't come up in their day conversation. <laughs> oh, fuck. Man, what you bring up, to the that park? That shit comes up for one week a year for two years in your <laughs> elementary school years and never again after. <laughs> so you know we was having a good conversation. Public, public schools yeah, once again. Teaching you stuff that you don't even need. What you bring to the party? <laughs> I got, got the wine. Cold. What you got, you got face? We know what you got face. All right. <laughs> the party can't start till he get hit with the cornucopia. Got a cornucopia bud, baby. <laughs> we need that whole bushel. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. My face hurt, bro. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Oh shit! Oh man! Who brought this cornucopia? <laughs> <laughs> Not the home. Niggas are kidding about this, bro. And put them in a cornucopia. <laughs> I thought they were gonna bring the corner, uh, the corner. Oh, they brought a cornucopia. Oh man! <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I don't start crying and shit. Damn, bro. That's on a copio. Dead craw dance. Oh, man. My face. My face. My face. Episode 30, y'all. Yeah, man. Episode 30. Oh, man. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. Um. Well, Uh, y'all got any black businesses this week? In your yeah. cornucopia? I got a black business. Go ahead. And that's partner's closet. You know, the apparel store for the partner's closet. You can always go to teespring.com backslash stores backslash partners dash closet dash the number one. Once again, that's teespring.com backslash stores backslash partners spelled P-O-D-N-A-S dash closet. I'm not spelling it for you. You should know how to spell it. <laughs> you all have one. If you Google. have one, you know how to spell it. Indeed. Dash, the number one. Come check us out, man. T-shirts, shorts, pants, socks, belts. Hey, everything. Phone um, cases, Shopping bags. Listen, company. You feel me? Check out the other <clears throat> store. Check out my personal store, Face and Company, man. I'm, I don't really be Face on that. Store. I'm coming back full steam on this upcoming week. I got a couple couple of new things coming out for the summertime. 
faith and company um that's teespring.com backslash stores backslash space spell p-h-a-c-e dash co spell c-o dash number two that's teespring.com backslash stores backslash space spell p-h-a-c-e dash co spell c-o dash the number two check us out man indeed check and, them uh, out. i got on the merch right now from the face and co store so you know it's yeah, a I, I, I had to put it on because it was like one of the on one of the first episodes we ever recorded. Uh, if you remember episode three, the spit take episode, uh, this is the, this is the episode that was the episode I feel like where we really started hitting our stride and we're like the, the <laughs> our personality started to just shine through. So yeah, man, I had to bring it out, bring it out. So yeah, man, support, support, support. Um, if you want to support another way financially, you can join our buymeacoffee.com page. That's buymeacoffee.com backslash the partners or our Patreon, patreon.com backslash the partners. Um, for as little as $5, you can sign up for a membership on buymeacoffee.com. You can donate as little as $1 to support our cause and to support us uh, just continuing to push for more content and follow our dream. So um, that is buymeacoffee.com and patreon.com. Backslash the partners on both of those. And um, yeah, man, uh, if they want to get in touch with us outside of that um, and outside of liking, comment, sharing, subscribing, those are the easiest ways you can support us. Liking, comment, sharing, subscribing. Those are the easiest ways you can support us. And uh, if they want to get in touch with us or just have that conversation offline in a more uh, intimate setting on social media, how can they get in touch with us, Pat? At T-H-E-P-O-D-N-A-S. You see it right there in the back of uh, Tiz's head right there. You can uh, add us there. That's the Twitter. That's the Instagram. Um, you can search, um, put in the search on Facebook, and you'll find us there pretty much. Tiz, Face, Pat, all the partners. Um, and that's pretty much the main ways you can get it. And we got a TikTok, y'all, the partners. TikTok. TikTok. You can see all of, not all of Tiz's vacation, but majority of it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what not? Right and there, and, and clips from, from various live shows and other podcasts uh, that Pat puts up there. So, you know, all of our shorts are up there if you ever want to see us. So, yeah, 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 yeah. Please, just my favorite, follow us on my favorite face and co shirt, y'all. Hey, merch, 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 buy merch, buy merch. This is my first face and co shirt, and my favorite. Nice, just one. I agree, do laundry, but um. Yeah, man. Uh, love y'all. Thank y'all. Episode 30. We done made it to 300 subscribers. Um, y'all the real ones. Squad. Thank y'all for sticking with us. Um, thank y'all for believing in us. Thank y'all for joining us in these weekly conversations. And continue to join us, man. So make sure that, you know, you like what we said. You didn't like what we said. You disagree. You agree. Let us know in the comments. Let us know in the comments. We love y'all. Peace. 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 And war.